extreme, or you need to be listening to the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. Just say it's time to drink. He says so, I gotta do it. He uh, will hit me with that cane, and he's done it so many times. Uh, so, yes, please listen to his podcast. Welcome back to the Wretched Wrestling Podcast! That's right, baby! We are here, we are there, we are everywhere, and we are here... WWP, baby. WWP, baby. And we are here to discuss WWE Extreme Rules this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! Word! Life. (laughs) Word life. (laughs) This is basic thugonomics. Hells yeah. Alright, I'm sorry. That's, me. that's all we have for this week. Um, <laughs> Fred, I mean, how, 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 what did you think of this week of wrestling? I thought there was a little bit of good, a little bit of bad. Anything uh, any, anything you want to just jump right into before we talk about uh, Extreme Rules? I, I said Backlash. Yeah, usually I'm a big fan of SmackDown. Usually SmackDown gets the edge over, uh, you know, not the edge, but, you know, the edge over Raw. And I actually thought that It really Raw- does get the Adam Copeland edge. <laughs> you think you know them. You do. But you don't. You really don't. At last, he's on his own, though. Yeah, like like Raw, you know? Like, on that day, they saw it more clear- clearly than SmackDown. <laughs> and they came to life. So, I thought that Raw was better. You're never gonna stop me. Never gonna stop me. <laughs> You're never gonna stop Raw. And I think that this week, you, they didn't stop Raw. I thought Raw was actually the better show. Kevin, K-Dog in the house. Yo, what's up, Kevin? Representing Philly, the 673. I don't know what the fucking area code is. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going into Extreme Rules, baby. 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 Baby uh, girl. Okay, so you, you talk about it. Yeah, so you said... You, so you I like Raw this week. I you like Raw. There was a lot of good... There was a lot of good things on Raw this week. There was one thing on... However... That but was, um... The show was flawless. Well... Zero badness. That's not even Here on the Wretched Wrestling Podcast, we tend to talk about things that are, um... That's wretched, that's right. Um, oh. So, um, I want to just... Do you want to get into it now, or do you want to jump into it? Do you want to wait? Do you want to wait? Wait a little we'll bit. Wait a bit. But there was so Let's suspense build. I mean, alright, so let's start with the good things, because this, this part doesn't really have anything to do with um, Extreme Rules. Okay. So let's talk about what, what's what been happening with uh, Enzo Amore and Big Cass the last few weeks. Oh, just hell. Um, so, two weeks ago, we already discussed this last week, but what can we do? Um, got attacked. We um, can't go back and hide people. <laughs> we can't do it. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh. Yeah, I had there. Uh, yeah. Um, 
you always make me lose my train of thought when you start going off like that. <laughs> you know, Sorry! You're a detriment to the podcast. I know. I suck. Um, so, Big Cass um, seemed really concerned about the, uh, the you know, what happened to Enzo last week. He's a little um, worried. I mentioned that they had briefly shown the revival walking backstage. So this week, they reviewed that again, and mm. basically they brought it out into light because it was kind of like a subtle thing last week. Yeah. Um, and now this week, they have, uh, you know, Big Cass is kind of like saying like, hey, you know, the revival was here last week. They got interviewed this week. They're here. It was obviously them. Okay. Um, they, of course, Sounds deny it. They deny it, of course. Why, you know, even if they did do it, why would they reveal that they did it? Uh, now, the part that I wanted to talk about was the part where Corey Graves said something along the lines of, um, you know, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Big Cass did it himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. He made a little comment and then, right. uh, which led Big Cass to come out and confront him. Correct? Right. Which is what I wanted to really talk about because it seemed like. Big Cass was kind of doing a little heel oh. thing right now. Go on your thought. Kevin had brought up a good point. Um, so, basically what I, I wanted to get to is that he kind of came off as a little bit of a heel trying to attack an announcer, a retired wrestler in Corey Graves. It was Corey a little Graves. bit of a different, like it was interesting a diff- segment. You right. Know? The, you know, um, he hasn't shown that kind of intensity, at least in like a monster type of uh, feel that he did on Raw yeah. ever since he's been in WWE. So this was just kind of like a new look for him. So I'm wondering now if he was the guy who actually attacked him because the fact that they would tease that so heavily, you know, it leads me to be like, you know, like why would they tease like such like an angry side of him? Yeah. On Corey Graves, who's like basically an innocent bystander just talking, you know, yeah. like and that that, yeah. that has me that that has me wondering like where this is going now. Um, last week I said it, it's probably the revival, but now that they've pretty much thrown them out there. Yeah. They've kind of interviewed them, and they've kind of denied it, and Big Cass is insisting that it's them. I'm kind of leaning towards it. It's probably not now. What do you think? Well, it's actually interesting, because just as you were saying that, uh, Kevin brought a good point on Facebook Live that Corey Graves said that he wanted to shake the hand of whoever turned on Enzo, and Big Cass shook his hand. Yes, Now, I don't know if that was a big coincidence. That's a good catch there. Uh, A big coincidence for Big Cass? (laughs) (laughs) What a coincidence. Is Big Show there, too? And Big Kali. Oh, no, wait, that's not it. Huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's an interesting turn. I didn't even like, uh, yeah, really think of that I read at all. about that later. I was uh, like, oh, yeah, But if they're going to start pushing Big Cass as a star, I think the best thing for him to do is, you know, if they want to get really good heel heat on him, is to turn on his partner. I mean, of course. everybody loves Enzo. Everybody loves is, Where's Enzo going to go at that point? But whatever, it's, we're not talking about that at, at that point. He, I'm just surprised. He's so big, Kevin. He's gigantic. <laughs> so big. He's a huge clue. No, <laughs> I'm such a raging clue right now. It's <laughs> so good. Um, now, I, I, I'm just wondering if they're jumping the gun a little bit here because, I mean, you and me have been talking about Enzo and Cass since the podcast started. Because did they? They got called up after the podcast started, Correct. right? Yeah. Um, and we've been talking about them for years. Like they're the next. They're the next big thing. They're the next new age outlaws. They're like the next big money maker. Yeah. They have been a big moneymaker. They sell a lot of merchandise. People love them. People love doing the catchphrase. But they've never really given them their time in the limelight. I'm kind of... Never gave them a title. I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm not sure if this is the right time to pull, to pull this big cast heel turn on Enzo. Because well, I feel like there's money to be made in, a, in an Enzo and cast title reign. But Wouldn't it almost be a good reason to have cast turn on 
uh, Enzo. Yeah. Just because they never it, did win a title. He yeah. can almost say, like, you know, you've you always held me back, me back right. you know, as that type of position. I mean... Yeah. But they could do both, though. They could True. do both. Like, they could get that... They could get all the money with them being a tag team tag team champions, you know, running the Raw division, uh, tag division, and then dirt turning on him, and then losing the titles in a heel turn, like... I'd be surprised. It just seems like so strange that they just that they're not going to do it at this point. At feel, least to me, I feel like it's such a weird thing for them to do because you know, like WWE is very uh, protective of their merch guys. You know, you have Roman yeah, Reigns. Roman like, Reigns. He is, should clearly definitely be a heel. John Cena. As we'll talk about more on the bet on the on the main event from Raw, he should be a heel. But you know they're not going to make him a heel because that means they're going to lose merchandise money. Absolutely, they're going to lose the monies. You know, God forbid. You know, like. <laughs> They don't have a million other fucking people on their roster. Right. Um, so this is another merch tag, this is a merch tag team. Right. So, you know, where does They're, that leave them? They've you know? got to be one of the biggest merchandise sellers in the company. Definitely I can't tell you how five. many times. Definitely, definitely can't tell you how many times I've seen a certified G t-shirt in the front row. Even I have a big Enzo Cash shirt. <laughs> you have the blue one, right? Yeah, the how you doing? That one's cool, but I'm sorry, the the certified G shirts, they're terrible. Why do you people buy that shit? <laughs> they're terrible. The leopard skin. gay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what he said. Yeah. And the other thing that's weird about it is that, you know, the Revival has one member injured. Enzo and Cass are healthy. And, like, I get that they want to, like, drag this out over the next couple of weeks and yeah. you see where this goes. But at the same time, like, we have a Raw pay-per-view now and then, like, we have nothing to go on with this for Extreme Rules, which is kind of strange to me. Like, mm. like maybe what they should have done is had, like, like maybe not the Revival, but some other tag team. Let's say, uh, I don't even know who's on Raw. Who's a, who's a low-tier Raw tag team? I know, they can't even say Golden Truth yeah, anymore. They broke uh, up. Yeah, who, uh, I don't know, maybe... I can't think of a team right now. Gallus and Anderson? Yeah, like maybe. maybe like maybe for like two weeks have them think it's Gallus and Anderson. Let them fight at the pay-per-view. They're nowhere in sight at this point. Right, let them fight at the pay-per-view, and then they, rev- you know, then they fight, like, whatever, through some kind of investigation, I find out it wasn't them, and then they move on to just still trying to figure out who it is. That's usually how these things yeah. go. It's just weird that, like, we have two weeks of, like, and I, I always say, mystery storylines are always really good in wrestling. They, they tend to be. Yeah, they um, tend to be. They tend to be good. So, you know, I'm kind of like... I'm, I'm intrigued by this storyline, but now we have a pay-per-view and there's nothing else to go on. Maybe something will happen unannounced at the show, but I kind of want I kind of want more. I want to know more. Yeah, I was kind of like actually upset that the Revival was interviewed backstage because I almost thought that that would have been really cool to keep them off the TV for a while so that they, you know, that they could reveal that they were Enzo Do you think okay. it's going to be them at this point? No. No, right? no, I don't think so. Now that so. they got interviewed, it seems now like... Now the, the surprise is gone. Like, last week we talked about how they were in the background, and, like, I didn't even realize that. I thought that was really cool, like a nice little touch. But now that it they're was really on cool. television, yeah. it's like, it doesn't even matter any, anymore at this point. Um, I mean, I was surprised that Big Cass did confront Corey Graves, and for a split second, I thought, how, that'd be cool if Corey Graves was, like, a heel manager. Yeah. Like, almost like a Bobby the Brain Heenan type, right. you know? Like, he's very good in that respect. Well, that's, that's kind of what my next topic that I wanted to talk about with, uh, with Raw, was this other segment that happened during the show with Corey Graves. Two, yeah. two segments involving Corey Graves that were just very interesting. And the second one was this moment when they're, you know, Michael Cole and, um, Who's the other? Uh, Booker T yeah. and Corey are sitting at the announce table. You know, they always like they always cut back to the uh, Raw announce team every once in a while. Yeah. And when they were talking, you know, you could kind of tell that Corey Graves was like disengaged and he was like looking down at his phone. Like, like at first I didn't even think. Like I thought maybe he was like just like 
checking his mentions on Twitter and be like, oh, yeah, that girl wants to bang me. Like, that <laughs> But, like, no. And then he just, like, he got up, walked away, and, like, the announcers played it off so, like, coy, too. Like, they didn't yeah. go, like, where is he going? What is he doing? Like, they didn't overdo it at all. No, like, so, like oh, where's he going? Did it all right. And then Michael was like, all right, all right well, Raw is going to be gone. And he, like, continued. maybe he had a friend, family emergency phone call. I'm like, oh, maybe it's, like, a shoot. You know? Yeah, I didn't know what was going to happen. Second. I had no idea what was going to happen. They so, played so subtly. They come back from commercial, um, and Corey Graves is talking to Kurt Angle now, and he's showing him his, what, whatever's on his phone, and Kurt Angle looks like he's in disbelief, he can't believe it, he says, like, this is yeah. this this could ruin me. Um, it says something, uh, I forget what their exact wording was, but it's something along the lines of, like, it's like, this is bad for me, or something, like, this could really put me in a bad spot. Right, this could put me in jeopardy. Like, um, this could put me up my job in jeopardy, like, this, you know, you can't say anything. Right, he asked Corey Graves how he got this information, Corey Graves said, like, people just tell me things, like, I, I don't know, that's just, yeah. that's my effect on people. So, I mean, what could this be? I mean, it's like a second mystery type of storyline. Like, yeah, I, I, I kind of like the thing. intrigue of these two segments, but, like, what could this be? Um, online, uh, some of mm. the, some of the dirt sheets are reporting it could be the return of Stephanie McMahon, but I don't see how that would... Be such a big deal to Kurt. Right. He, she's still the general... Yeah, ma- uh, she's, they were the one that kind of hired the, him. Yeah, she's still the commissioner of Raw. She was never relieved of her duty. Like, Foley was fired. Yeah. But, like, nothing happened with Stephanie. Stephanie was in- selling the injury at WrestleMania. I don't know if, like... Uh, that wouldn't be as... If he has any... Maybe, maybe if they she have has any dirt plans on for him. him. Well, I don't know if they have any plans for him to... To wrestle at any point, like like a one shot or anything, maybe maybe the people are saying he's training to wrestle or something like that. I don't I don't know. I'm taking a shot because like I really have no clue what it could possibly be. At. I don't either. But usually like, you kind of know, but you know, or it can guess. But but there's, there was something that was like really like fun about this moment it was yeah. like trying to figure out what exactly it was and like like I'm almost like I'm, I'm like almost taken aback. I'm like <gasps> two segments in <laughs> raw. Whoa! I'm a little, oh, I'm a little, I'm a little flustered things, here. Things like, aren't super predictable like they usually are. Holy I know, shit! Like, doing two things that I have no idea what's going on. Like that's fucking great, you know? Yeah. Do you remember the crypt, remember when Jericho came back in two thousand seven and they did those cryptic videos? And yeah, you, like the save twenty two, whatever that was. Yeah, the save save us two 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 thing, and like nobody knew what it was. Some people thought it was like the New Heart Foundation. Some people thought it was Jericho. Some people thought it like was Sting or something. Sting, like there was just like all these other possibilities. Yeah, and like people were like, look at the videos online and like try to break it down. Yeah, they try to like do these little things. Like if you freeze frame it, you can see like you know. It looks like the it looks like Jericho's. Like, look, the middle numbers. Look, it says Taker sixty nine sixty nine. It looks to be him. No, that's just my screen name. <laughs> Dead man sixty nine. <laughs> um, You've got mail. But yeah, this is this is what that feels like to me. It's like it's very exciting right now. Yeah. Today's podcast is sponsored to you by Fireball. One shot and your balls be standing up <laughs> like something. Yeah, I was gonna say, is there any more to that? No, that, they just be just I'm a little be off track up. today this week. I just woke up. Yeah. Hmm. <coughs> That's not bad. Figured need a little change from the tequila. You know, we needed to switch things up a little bit. I like the good old Fireball. Yeah. Like, it reminds me of, like, putting, the, like, the candy fireballs. Like, throw a couple balls in your mouth. You're good. Just gurgle them around. It's really good. I love that, man. Yeah, that's, that's everybody loves that. Like, um, Chinese ball, like, dragon balls in your mouth. So, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm just trying to Switching figure... around. Shut the fuck up. I'm just trying to figure out... Sweaty. ...what this Kurt Angle <laughs> thing could possibly be. Because the return of Stephanie isn't really... 
that shouldn't be news to him. I mean, it, it should be news to him, but he shouldn't be like, this could ruin me. Like, nah. I, I, I it wonder if it's it some. Involving them. I wonder if it's like something like involving like his like his contract that says like like he might have like maybe he didn't read the fine print of his contract and it says like you must be mm. you, you must be like con- contractually obligated to wrestle a match a- against somebody like Brock Lesnar or something. I think it has something to do with wrestling. Like no, yeah. I mean not re- you know what I mean like in wrestling. Do him participating yeah. in the match. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Like I I don't know if it's that. I mean maybe it's something like along the lines what of What to think of? Yeah, what, what else could it be? Cuz Stephanie McMahon coming back shouldn't be new. She never got fired. She was just out from yeah, throwing an injury. Yeah, she got hurt. Yeah, so they're on vacation. Yeah, I mean That wouldn't ruin him. That, there's yeah, nothing that wouldn't would ruin be ups- him. that upset about it. I mean right. it could be but like not to that extent. So, I don't know. Anyway, it'll be a good speculation over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I like this. Uh, this is what I liked about Raw. Yeah. Um, throw a couple of mysteries out there. Throw like, a couple of mysteries. Even if they're not even that big of a surprise, like, just throw something out this there that will get me, keep me engaged. Right. You know? Now, I, now I'm, I'm actually looking forward to Raw next week. I'll probably watch it live now. Like, I only yeah. watch Raw live when I think something big is going to happen. Like, right. And I don't want to fucking see it on the uh, WWE Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I like, totally I, agree. So, now I'll probably watch Raw live next week if I, if I remember. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I mean, all right. So, Fred, I think it's time we should jump into. Let's talk. Let's talk about extreme rules now. Yeah, right? yeah. We should jump into extreme rules. So, um, I mean, hopefully they'll extremely rule, but we don't know yet. It could extremely drool though. We can't. We can't yeah. be certain. Um, now a D in there. Now this. God damn it. Wait, what? Why? No. I, mean, I like drools. You know, like stick a D in there. No, no, I got. Or squeeze it in. No, I, I. I totally understood the reference. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. It was really funny too. I I could tell because you didn't really laugh, so I knew that it was really funny. You like you know trying me. to you know me and your laughter. You know me like the really the things that I find the most funny. I just keep it inside and I yeah. just shut down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't apparently. Yeah, I just, no. <laughs> I, I I let everything out. <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Uh. As you know from podcasts, previous podcast, I can't seem to control myself. No, you cannot. <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, first let's jump into this pre-show match. Uh, I don't even know. Is it going to be a pre-show? It's, it's not a mixed tag team match. It's a mixed tag team match. I guess it's not a pre-show match. I guess it's a. Fun. They only have six matches announced, so I can't imagine. I think maybe um, Goldust R Truth on the pre-show. Yeah, they, probably. They said that they were going to be there um, at Extreme Rules, so they. You know, they kind of mentioned... They kind of have thing. to. Like, they just did a heel turn for Goldust, and... By the way, the second segment, again, good from Goldust, but then R-Truth did yeah, a segment. It was fucking terrible. Weird. But um, let's just say, theoretically, expect? they do that match on the pre-show. We'll throw it out there in case they announce it. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see, the podcast will be released at 12 noon tomorrow, so they'll announce the match at 12.01. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, we get the lo- who do you got? I got Goldust. Definitely Goldust. Yeah, I gotta go with Goldust. R-Truth point, is not doing you know? anything significant. He didn't make a heel turn. He got attacked. I agree. Our truth sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So anyway, so we're gonna have a mixed tag team match going into Extreme Rules. So Rich Swan and Sasha Banks are taking on Noam Dar and Alicia Fox. And oh man, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Craig. I haven't been following this program at all. Well, very I'll tell odd you- for me to, for Sasha to be. Teaming with Rich Swan, um, I'm not digging it at all. I feel nope. like this is very forced. Me neither. Goes against her character. Very against her character. And really, she's going as I've explained or said, you know, in my opinion, she's going, she's going to obscurity at this point. Like everyone, you know, you mentioned like her and Bailey and stuff like that, and I'm like, 
I don't want to see this match at this point. No. Maybe no. before WrestleMania, but definitely not now. Now I don't care. Now I don't care. Now well, I really don't care. Well, now that they also stopped like hyping up that Bailey and Sasha tension. Like they were kind of like it's completely gone. She was buddying up with her every week, and then like everybody would be like, "Oh, you know, she's just going to turn on you," and then she yeah. just stopped defending her at all times. So I guess, so I guess they were wrong. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. I mean, I guess they were wrong, but they didn't. I mean, <laughs> they were kind of right in that she would they, she would abandon her. Yeah, she got bigger fish to fry now, like Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. You know, now, yeah, this threat. this fucking sec- this whole feud has been terrible. It's basically Alicia Fox and Sasha Banks have traded victories for the last couple weeks, Ugh. and you know Noam Dar is Sasha's girlfriend, um, and then Rich Swan has suddenly appeared this last week on Raw yeah. to fight Noam Dar, and I guess Alicia Fox is uh, and Noam Dar are going to take on Rich Swan and Sasha Banks now. I a, a, apparently they had some kind of appearance on Two Hundred Five Live, but guys. Guys, I can't stress this enough. We don't watch 205 Live. It's 205 Live, baby! 205 people watch. Dives. <laughs> Whoa, Randy Orton, chill. Dive, get it? Oh! Uh, <laughs> See, I've beaten the likes of... No, I won't get into that tonight. Oh my god. Well, we should, because he did it again. Yeah, they are towards the end. <laughs> um, uh, Dude, I, I I can't... I, I'm a, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna go with Noam Dar and Alicia Fox. Okay. I think maybe they'll keep this going for... It looks like they're going to keep this going for a little while, and uh, I don't know. I, I, I really could care less. I think they're just going to... I'm going to go with the heel tag team be, just because. Uh, I, have no, I have no rationale. Yeah, I have no rationale either. I guess Sasha, <laughs> Sasha, Sasha, for an, Sasha Banks is the biggest star in the match, so I guess I'll go with the face team, just to go okay. against you. All right, cool. So Swan and Sasha for me. Nice. Swansha. Swansha. Uh, all right, so the next match we have is going to be such a bad predictions. <laughs> Already we're like, no, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, Neville start caring a little bit. Yeah, the rest of the so. card is pretty, there's a lot of build. Yeah, Neville's going to defend his Cruiserweight Championship against Austin Aries. Now, this is the submission third match. in a submission match. Third so match, the yes. third match, the rubber match, as they like to call it. Right. Which is Neville, true, but they like to, yeah. Neville cleanly beat him at WrestleMania, um, then cheaply retained at the last yeah, he got the uh, he disqual- got disqualified. Got disqualified, and now we've gotten this one. Um, I'm at the point where I'm saying Austin Aries has to win this one now because yep. y- you bury him three times, then he never recovers. As great as Neville is, as great as his cruiserweight title uh, reign has been, I think it's you know it also is kind of plateaued a little bit. He's kind of just relied on the same couple things. He just grunts a lot and just looks angry all the time. Like, yeah. He, he, I think he's kind of plateaued right now. So I think Austin Aries, it's not his time to shine. Give him the Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah, at this point, you need to put him up. If you're going to have... Three matches. Yeah, if you're yeah. going to have him in the spotlight of the Cruiserweight division at this point, you have to have him win. It's, it's, it has to be. You know, like we said in the beginning, like uh, with the WrestleMania match, that you know Neville had to win because he was just dubbed himself the cru- king of the Cruiserweights. Right. So he had to still be the king of the Cruiserweights. And stuff. And then the next match... Okay, I can understand the DQ finish, whatever. I feel like time in a pay-per-view and a DQ finish, I was kind of okay with it. Right. Maybe because it wasn't, like, such a big match. Um, this one has to go to Austin Aries. It yeah, has to. it has um, to. It absolutely There's no doubt to. about it. So, you know, he'll need... He'll lead the uh, Cruiserweight Revolution. <laughs> Austin Aries. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what, what is... Neville has the, um, the what, the... Um, the ankle lock, not the ankle lock, the uh, rings of Saturn. The rings of Saturn. That's right. And Austin Aries has the Chancery. They call it or last Chancery. The last Chancery. So yeah, 
There's not really much we're gonna. Where does Austin Aries go from here if he wins the championship? Does he get? Does Neville get a rematch? I'm sure he would. I'm sure, I'm sure he would. Uh, T.J. Perkins has been doing that. You know, he's been he's kind been, of aligning with Neville lately. True, yeah. But you know, his whole heel turn was also fueled by he was going to get an opportunity from Neville. Right. So I don't know what happens there. Doesn't does he lose the title and then? T.J. Perkins gets pissed at him, or I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see, but yeah. I think we we're both pretty confident that Austin Aries is going to win this one. Agreed. Um, all right, let's let's save that one for later because that one's a little more interesting. Let's. Okay. Hey, let's you want to get into this? Then? It's time to get into this, guys. And this is what the title of our episode has been um, dubbed. Uh, don't have a bliss fit. This, uh, I mean. We have a kendo stick on a pole match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Alexa Bliss defending against Bailey. Um, I've been okay with the build until this past week on Raw. Eee. Douche chills. I mean, okay, let's start it off. They do another This Is Your Life segment. They've done this a million times since The Rock and, right. and Mankind did it. They did one with uh, one time with John Cena many years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, who else have they done it for? I know they've done it a couple times. They've done it a couple times. Vince McMahon, I feel like they've done it once. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. I'm trying. Like, one of the even that, I, even the, my tongue, I can't the think Festival of. of Friendship was kind of like this as well. Yeah. Like, you know, you bring out all Drawn these people. Out segment. You bring yeah. out these people from your past that you don't like. You know. Yeah. But this one, holy moly. I mean, first of all, the, so it was this long ass table with a bunch of, like, toys. Like, it was like teddy oh, bears. Man. Like, uh, and pictures, and just, like, things we've seen a million times. Like, a picture of Bailey, like, as a 15-year-old going like this with the Hardy Boys. Like, yeah, like okay, fine. Like a Barbie doll, or whatever they call it. It's a doll with purple hair or something like that. Now, I don't know who to blame, dude. Is, is this Alexa Bliss's fault, how bad the segment was? Because I, mm. I don't think I can blame her. I think No, no. I, I, this is a Vince McMahon product, because it's been done a million times, right? Yeah. This is a Vince McMahon thing here. So, Vince, I know this number three spot... It's in jeopardy, baby. Yeah, you're definitely climbing up the ladder this week. But so are the writers. So maybe they wanted to. Yeah, yeah, they might be. Uh-huh. Uh, no, no. I mean, I know that we're big fans of Alexa Bliss. I think that she did a good job for what she had. She actually, um, I think she had a pretty good line against like the, she was getting a lot of what chance. She kind of yeah. like played off them a little bit too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know what. That's what I said too. You know, <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. And she was being her usual bitch character. She did it. She did what she executed. She was, not the, it. she was not the worst part of this segment. She was not the worst part of the segment. She may the, have been the best. The wor- the worst part of the segment was well, the, uh, there was a couple, but <laughs> first they had one of her teachers, um, Miss uh, Flipper, Fla- Mrs. Flap- Flipper, Flapper, Flapper or something. Or something. Like, first of all, what? That's not a name. That's not a name. No. Stop it. Stop it. It wasn't even like it's funny. Like, like Mr. not even a funny name. Yeah, it was like, like Mr. Chair. Like <laughs> Mr. Black. At least that was a funny name. She called him Mrs. Black. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? And she looked it, like Donald Trump, by the way. Did you notice her makeup was like her the bronzer they put on her nah, face, I like extremely orange, like and like the rest of her body was like regular colored, so you could clearly see the bronzer. As soon as this segment started, I was already raging, like right from the get go. Like I saw once I saw You're all the raging? props. Yes, I was angry, Fred. I, once I saw all the props on the table, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be bad. <laughs> this is gonna be bad. <laughs> this is gonna be bad. Um, and then wh- what was her line like? Um. Oh, Bailey was such a great student. She always sat in the front row next to her father. I'm like, what? what? No, she didn't. No, she didn't. That doesn't they're make sense. Make, yeah, they're trying to make fun of her because, like, you know, that she gets along with her dad so well. Dad's always there for her and supporting her. But it was so, like, 
It was such a stretch to get like that joke. That it was joke. So, so like, it was not funny. Not funny. It was like, not funny. <laughs> not funny. It was. It's almost insultingly so unfunny that it's funny that they thought it would be funny. Right. Right. Yeah. Like I, I'm fun, I'm laughing at the it's premise like, that they thought it was funny, but it wasn't. It wasn't funny. Yeah. That's confusing. The wrong type of funny. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, all right, yeah. Then they had her what? Her best, her her childhood best friend, her right. ex best friend, her best like girlfriend from her thing. Um, she was too nice. She always do everyone's nice. homework. She always wanted to go home and watch wrestling instead of oh. hanging out with right. her friends. Sounds like me. When right, I'm but again, now you're kind of alienating your your crowd because that's what most of your crowd does. But yeah, anyway, continue. Okay. Continue. And then, oh my god, you had her first, first boyfriend. boyfriend. Phil Johnson. <laughs> you might as well have called him John Doe. Because you might as well call him John Johnson or Tim Timson. <laughs> or Crap Crapson. Or Joe Joey Jabadoo Shabidi. <laughs> That's the worst name I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, Joey Joe Joe! <laughs> uh, There's always a Simpsons reference. Yeah, always. We got that. Um, oh my god. Not only was his name just pathetically generic and made up but he was the worst, worst actor, actor the ever worst. like yeah so i picked her up and her dad came with us and then i leaned in for a kiss and then i didn't get when her dad was right next to me i'm like holy shit you actually suck. the only reason i wanted to be with her was to get closer to you and he pointed to the wendy or whatever her name was wendy yeah, or whatever her fucking shit. name was and then she was like, oh my god, really? Oh and then god, really? they start fucking making out. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. I'm out. Fuck no. this podcast. No. Fuck that shit. Bad writers. Bad. You did bad. Yeah, oh bad my god. Bad. So like, that was cringeworthy. Even Alexa Bliss was like, um, okay, that's kind of creepy. And she like walked off like, yeah, at least she acknowledges how bad her segment is. Just like, she's so self-aware of how shitty this is. Who wrote this shit? Who thought this was funny? This is Vince McMahon. This is Vince so bad. Teddy McMahon, right to a T. He always it's resorts. So yeah. So resorts to these same, like, kooky fucking things. That remind, remember when, like, they did Barack Obama versus, uh... Fuck, like, Rosie John Donald? McCain, like, match? Oh, yeah. Maybe they also did that Rosie, Rosie Donald, Donald versus Trump. Donald Trump match, like... Ugh. Nobody wrestling fans hate this. Uh, I don't understand who they are trying to appease with these segments, but that's what I thought of. I'm like, these are like those things that I like look back on ten years from now and be like, this is why I don't watch wrestling. And this is on the same show. Uh, those two other cool things that we were talking about, the two mysteries that we don't know. It's not even the yeah. There were other cool things too, you know. But um, yeah, main events yeah. were good. Like this is how I would have done it, right? Easy solu- solution. I'm just coming off the top. Wait, let me cut you off really quick. This is how I would have done it. I wouldn't have done it. Go ahead. Ah, well, yeah, right. That would have been my first step. It'd be like, okay, get off the drugs. And the second step I would have done is, okay, this took me two seconds to figure this out. Alexa Bliss could have had a woman jobber wrestler dressed up as Bailey. Right. And just beat the shit out of right. her. And just beat the shit out of her with the kendo stick, gets disqualified or whatever. Sure. And that's it. You know, the Bailey comes out to the rescue or something like that. That's how I could have done it. I just figured yeah. it out. I mean, that's not even the best idea, and I came up with that in two seconds. Infinitely better than whatever the fuck that thing was. That was one of the... And it wasn't long, too. Like, usually I complain... It felt about, long. I, I, you, 
but think about it. It really wasn't too long. No. It was no. like five minutes. Which, that's not long on a, re- a three-hour wrestling show. <laughs> I know. Um, and I've seen much oh, longer segments God. that were very bad that I've hated. But, I mean, this was one of the worst segments of all time. This is like Shockmaster shock level, right? So let me ask you this, then. What was worse, this Ooh. or the House of Horrors match? Because we, you had said that that was the worst thing that ever... Worst angle ever to hit WWE. But that was a match, at least. Like, this... This was just I know, I guess it's hard to compare the filler, two, but you know what I mean? Like I'm gonna go with saying that this was, this worse. was the worst. This was worse. This was worse. Definitely worse. Because it was no creative at least, at least with House of Horrors, like they tried to be creative, like there were glaring uh you know, flaws in it. But at least like So many flaws. <laughs> so many. So many raging flaws. Raging flaws. Raging. Uh yeah, no, but at least like there was some kind of creativity i guess this was just like it was a match shit this was terrible this was terrible Ugh. and all they ended up doing at the end was bailey came out they started fighting and then they tried to get the kendo stick and alexa bliss hit her with it some more like all they had to even do to get to that point was have you know alexa come out make fun of the fact that bailey is a stupid wrestling fan again yeah and then Bailey comes out with a kendo stick. She misses her opportunity to hit her, and she drops it, and she and Alexa hits it. Like, they could have done it. How many times do you have to fucking hone hone down these fucking things about her? Yeah, like you're right. Like, come on. Like you could like you said it for the last couple weeks, and we know Bailey. We know her character. It's been beaten to death. It's been beaten to death. And now you have to have a whole segment with props involved, and it's just so fucking pathetic. It, it was just. I felt embarrassed after watching that. I'm like, oh my god. It was like, really bad. They completely don't give a shit anymore. Uh, like, they, that was really bad. They completely like, oh, I guess we could do this thing from like 20 years ago, almost 20 years ago. Um, yeah, like we haven't done that already a couple times, but no, let's just do it anyway because we have nothing else better to do. So bad. Did you think you were going to get a, you know, the monster ratings that you did last time with the man with Mankind and the Rock? Do you think that you were going to fucking light up? Uh, fucking fire under everyone's ass again <laughs> like you did that time. Ah, yeah, it worked 20 years ago. Why wouldn't it work now? Because you're fucking, fucking 20 years. Fucking idiots. 20 years, you have been completely missing everything, Vince. You have lost it. Once you're the attitude, stuck in 99, Once dude. the Attitude Era ended, you should have fucking disappeared. You should have disappeared right. because your views and your opinions are all outdated and not good anymore. It's Sorry, like, Vince. Yeah, it's like Vince takes all the... You know what, fuck it. Instead of all the, We're doing number one on the Wretched Five. Let's just do it now. Last week, Vince was number three. Vince McMahon, you just made the list at number one. Woohoo! Congratulations, Vince. You know, he takes, like, all the shitty things that happened 20 years Like, ah, let's do these cool ideas. No, he just takes all the shitty things from 20 years ago and doesn't do the cool things How many fucking times ago? have they done you know? a screw job from the Montreal screw job? How Montreal many times? screw job. Bringing back old WCW wrestlers like Goldberg <sighs> to be your world champion. Right. Uh, you know, yeah, this bring is back your anybody life, from the you know? from the early 2000s. Bring them back and be your champion. Right. But you won't take, like, one of your biggest superstars and turn them heel. Right. Like you did with The Rock, though. That was a good idea, but... Okay. Anyway. Right, right. Okay, right. anyway. Right, good point. Stone Cold so, did it, too. The height of his popularity. Right, but... All right. But, yeah, yeah, no, yeah whatever, fine. You know. That's a good idea. Because so merch, you know. merch is more important than everything. Merch. Merch, merch, merch. Merch, merch, merch. All right, now, I mean, I guess we should so, actually talk right. about the match that they're having. Um. Oh, yeah, right, there's a match. 
Uh, I don't even know. I think I think Alexa retains here. That's my uh, opinion. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with I'm actually gonna go with Bailey retain re, uh, winning the championship. Okay. Uh, she's gotten she's gotten beat. How'd she do this? The um, she got beat last time. No, she she lost the championship at the last pay per view. I don't remember. Oh, so maybe mm, that's true. Maybe this is gonna be tough. Um, she's definitely gonna use the kendo stick, Bailey. She definitely will. Because they've been hinting at, you know, that she can't use it and stuff like that. She doesn't want to. Hmm, um, that's a tough one now, actually. I'm trying to think. Where would they go from this if Alexa Bliss retains? Do they have another Bailey match? Or, I almost see, like, them having a rematch and Bailey retaining on, like, a Raw. You know, almost type of thing, you know. Uh, Maybe that's what... Nia Jax is still in the, in, the, in the background, you know. They've been kind of teasing that a little bit. She wasn't on Raw at all this week, which is fine with me. Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna go with Alexa Bliss. Okay. All right. Just I think we I, talked about that whole segment a long time, so we should probably just move on at this point. Yeah. Do so you want to go um, to the tag team match? Yeah. Let's go to the tag team championship. So in okay, a steel cage, sure. <laughs> uh, steel cage tag team match for the Raw Tag Team Championships, the Hardy Boys are defending against Cesaro and Sheamus. Um, this one's hard to call for me because it is a hard one. The Hardys have had their couple of defenses after winning the title at WrestleMania. Cesaro and Sheamus, I've really been digging their fucking heel turn right now. Yeah, me too. They had a really good interview on Raw this past week. Um, you know, I'm really... Uh, for me, most of it, it most of it's about Cesaro. Cesaro has been a yeah. face for a number of years. And just seeing him as a heel, I'm like kind of like rejuvenated. And like, I'm kind of like, right, he's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, I, it's just like, a new, you know, you look at them in a new light when they change, uh, you know, alliances. We, same thing happened with the Usos. We talk about the Usos a lot. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, the Hardy Boys are, like, one of the hottest fucking things going right now. Yeah, I don't like, think they're they, getting they should... massive pops right now. Yeah, I don't think it's time for them to lose the titles. Yeah, Something I don't... tells me. But I almost feel like Cesaro and Sheamus, like, kind of need to win a little bit, you know? Yeah, or, it's tough. I mean, do they get another rematch if they lose? It's I don't tough know. It's tough you know? Uh, you know, like, you got, the, go, you got the, from the Golden Truth are gone. Um, the Revival are... You know, due to come back from injury, who else do we have after that? We have maybe... Enzo and Cass, but they seem like they could be on the split soon. You know, they're involved in the storyline already. Right. Um, uh, Gals and Anderson, which, you know, maybe... They've kind of fallen off the face of the earth. They haven't even been on Raw the last yeah. week. Um, oh, man, that's a tough one. I Yeah, it almost seems like the Hardys have to retain here. Because the tag yeah. team... Division has taken a couple of blows with you know the injury to revival. Golden Truth yeah. broke up. There's not even a lot of like lower lower tier tag teams right now. Golden Truth was the one lower tier tag team they had. Yeah, and they're gone now. So I, yeah, I think I'm going with the Hardys to retain here. Um, it's it's a tough one to call though. It is a very tough one to call. Um, ah. Uh... You know, we've been talking. I, about, I feel like it would be nice to have Star and Sheamus win. I feel like it would, it would really be, help. Them. Definitely. I'm, but then, what do you? I'm like fifty fifty on this one. I'm very fifty fifty on this one. This one's a little. This might be the hardest one to call for me. And they're not in that weird situation anymore. Like they're definitely united front. You know, they're not. Yeah, like, they're not you know, like against each other. So right. it's not like they can cost each other the, the match. Right. Uh, uh, let's see. I mean, anything happened with them? They Dean Ambrose and the Hardy Boys fought. Cesaro, Sheamus, and The Miz in a six-man tag this week. Yeah. And I believe... Who won that now? I'm trying to think. Uh, that's good. I really don't remember <laughs> if they who won that match. 
Oh, wait, I, I didn't even the know. Six I'm not, man I'm match. Not, I might have been looking that up. Sorry. I'm, I'm, That's okay. Yeah. I'm looking up the Raw roster to see who else is on the show. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Slater and Rhino. That's right. I forgot about them. But even them, too. They I haven't mean, done yeah, anything since they moved know. over there. I mean, technically, it looks like um, Apollo Crews and Titus O'Neil might be having... The, but they have, like, one of those I-don't-trust-each-other tag teams right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know. It's a possibility. But th- that's it. There's nothing else on Raw in the tag team division. So it almost seems... the safe route. I'm going to go with the Hardys. Yeah, Hardys seem like the safe call here. I-, I could totally see Cesaro and Sheamus winning it here. I just... I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised, but like the with the direction that they're going with end zone cast right now, it doesn't seem like they're gonna get in the picture anytime soon. Yeah. And if I thought they were gonna get in the picture soon, I would probably say Cesaro and Sheamus would take it here. But yeah. it just seems like they're going in a different direction with this mystery um, attacker storyline. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the Hardys. Um, okay. I don't know what's going on with the broken gimmick. I heard that they like they might not even be pursuing it anymore because like TNA is um like you I know. Think- they're pretty adamant on not letting it go, and I think it's going to be like a big problem for them to get it back. Right. If if I they, heard if they can even get it. Back. I heard something like WWE doesn't want to get involved in the in the court battle for it because if they go to sue TNA for or if they go to like try to make an agreement with TNA, then they'd be basically agreeing that TNA has the rights to it. So mm, okay. they're letting the Hardys themselves battle out. I think Matt is the one doing all the legal battles with his wife. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Veronica Sky or something? Rebels? Uh, Rebel Sky. Rebel, uh, Rebel Sky. Sky or something? Yeah. So, yeah, something like that. Um, so I think they're going to battle with it um, to see where it goes. But they really need it right now? Right I mean, now they definitely don't need it because the Hardys are over as fuck right now. Yeah. They don't need to do anything wrong, but it's going to get stale eventually. We know eventually, it. Eventually, yeah. It's happened a million times. Yeah, no, I agree. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, at this point they need to continue this nostalgia wave. I mean, there's... You know, like I said, they're getting a huge pop still. I'm sure the Absolutely. merch is selling really well and stuff. I just don't think it's really time to do that yet. So I think, you know, it's really their best bet is to keep the championship on. Yeah, there, so. no, I agree. Um, yeah. All right, so let's move along. Um, we only have two matches to go. Yeah, <laughs> really. We're flying through this. But um, Dean Ambrose is defending the Intercontinental Championship against The Miz. Um, and if Ambrose gets disqualified, the title will change hands. So, yeah. Um, this is not even really like a stipulation match. This is like literally the only match on the show besides the uh, mixed tag match. That's like it'll be a regular match. It's just a regular match. All the other ones are extreme rules. You know, we have the ladder, uh, not ladder, uh, cage match, submission match, kendo stick on a pole. Even though that's pointless too. I guess the Miz could use weapons um, if he wants to. Which is that Dean can't technically. If, or maybe he maybe he no, can. No, if Ambrose yeah. gets disqualified, it doesn't say if Miz gets disqualified. Oh, okay. So it is a regular match. Yeah. So. Um... Hmm. This one's also a tough one in my eyes. I mean, I think that the Miz has a good chance at becoming IC champion. Yeah, that's what I'm going um, with too. I, was I think he Miz. does really need the title at this point. You know how like we were saying like with the US championship um that he really right he really needed the championship for a while in SmackDown. And then he came to a point where he was getting off of the title. Like he he didn't need it anymore, you know? Yeah. I think Right now, he kind of needs the the IC championship. Yeah. No, I totally agree. He's I think back you said, on that I think level. you said U.S. T- uh, championship. But Didn't was... he have the U.S. championship? On, when on he was SmackDown? No, that was the Intercontinental. Oh, okay. Yeah, remember Dean Ambrose, uh, Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, no, I totally agree. I think Miz... I think Miz is the bigger draw right now. You know, I know he's not a, he's not a very popular person amongst the WWE fans, but... He is a very polarizing figure. People don't like him. Mm-hmm. His, he's been on fire since the 
since the original brand split. Um, Dean Ambrose, I'm sorry, he's just been treading water for the last year. He really yeah, yeah. hasn't done anything since about a year ago when he won Money in the Bank and cashed it in the same night. Yeah. That was like the last exciting Dean Ambrose moment. And right. even him winning the Intercontinental title, which I, I don't even... Kind of lackluster. It's just very lackluster. He just doesn't belong... Uh, to me, Dean Ambrose should be a guy who's either fighting for the world title or mm-hmm. not anything else. You know, I he's kind of in that Chris Jericho territory. He's always going to be... He's never like he. You could put him in a main event, and he'll look like he'll belong there. But if you put him in like, you know, a U.S. title or an Intercontinental title, kind of seems out of place. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I think he's too above that. I think it's time for Dean Ambrose to lose the title, and I think he needs to move on to other things because I feel like he's been feuding with the Miz forever. Yeah, and there's other guys up top that he could feud with. He can start a feud with Samoa Joe. Right. Or get back uh, in the main event picture. I wouldn't go Bray Wyatt because I think they didn't didn't they do that program on SmackDown? Maybe they didn't. Um, uh, probably. I. You know, there's so many guys up there that he can... Repress memories I have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so, so many other guys that he can he could feud with. I think the... I think... Well, first of all, this has been beaten to death. Uh, they feuded for a while on SmackDown. Uh, did we really need this feud again? No, we didn't. No. Um, they had this where, exact feud. This, is, this yeah. is the exact feud they had on SmackDown. It just, it just feels like they're like, oh, we're going to try it on a different show now, so... I, I just feel like... Once their feud's over, like, another thing, like, where does The Miz go from there? Like, who does he feud with? I mean, like, a lot of if the guys he has are the title, the... If he has the title, then he can go feud with anybody. That's... No, no, I know that, like, theoretically he could feud with anybody. I'm yeah. saying, like, what's, like, a good fit for him? Like, what would be a good fit program? Because any of the guys in the five-way, um, fatal, uh, the fatal five-way match, I feel like them going down to IC championship level is almost like a step down for Definitely, them. definitely. Um, I don't know, maybe... Maybe I could see a Samoa Joe Dean Ambrose feud, you know. Right, yeah, for the that, IC that's championship. actually that's a, that's a good point. I mean, who, I mean, I don't know, because then I feel like even for the Miz, I, I just don't know where he's gonna go in general after this. Whether he wins the title or not, I don't know. Even what's a good feud for him at this point, right? You know, right, right. Uh, uh, it's hmm. a tough call. But at the same time, I, I, think I'm gonna... I feel like he's gonna get a rematch, even if he loses the title. So they could drag it out another month. And see where the rest of the card goes. True. I'm going to go with Dean... Uh, I was going to say Miz originally. I think I'm going to go with Dean Ambrose. Alright. I almost feel like the stipulation is like almost... It's like too... Uh, like too predictable. Right. Like you almost think that like Maurice could interfere and cause him to DQ or something else of that. You know... Maybe Maurice Jeanette. attacks the Miz to give Ambrose the... Vic, the, the you know, Maybe the they DQ. try that. You know, maybe the ref doesn't allow him to. Right. You know, like, maybe, like, you know, because he's always trying to find the, he's always trying to find the easy way out, as he had in SmackDown. He's always right. trying to do something. Yeah, the, the the stipulation is very, does throw a little bit of a wrench into the predictions, because it's like, if Ambrose gets disqualified, he loses the title. But if Miz gets disqualified, does he lose the title? Uh, does... Uh, well, no, he, well, he would I guess he would win anyway, right? Um... It's it's a tough call. It's a tough call. I'm gonna go with Dean. I feel like I said I feel okay. like the stipulations. Me too predi- a lot of contradictory. It's too predictable. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm just going with the idea that Dean Ambrose is just so stale right now. Mm. He okay. need. I just feel like the the Intercontinental title is just holding him back now. You go like people hear his music, they get excited, and then they see him wearing the Intercontinental title, and they go like, all right, he's not doing anything <laughs> fun right now. <laughs> oh, um. So I and I feel like the Miz just like. If he has the title, he's going to make the title seem more important than anyone else will True. at this point. So I'm going to go, hey, your mom's watching. Um, hey, mom. 
<laughs> hey, Donna. Uh, hey, Mommy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm going with The Miz. Um, I'm thinking maybe the Maurice, like, attacks Miz, maybe, mm-hmm. and, like, gets, you know, Dean Ambrose DQ'd and the Miz wins the <laughs> title. Kind of like when Jericho did that that one time. Yeah, yeah. Remember he that he did it for Kevin Owens at one point? Yeah. So yeah, we, yeah. Something like that. But, um, <laughs> all right, let's go to the main event, because, I mean, this is the whole show right here. This is the this reason... This is the show. This is the reason the card is very weak, otherwise. I mean, you got a fatal five-way match. Yes. An Extreme Rules match. Wow. To determine the number one contender for the WWE Universal Championship, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt, and Samoa Joe. This one... Samosa's Joe. <laughs> I mean, this one I feel like... Let, let's go through the five guys, because... Burgers and fries. And <laughs> try to figure out which one is the most likely one here. We're approaching 47 minutes here. So, this should probably be the last thing we talk about this week. Um, yeah. Let's get, uh, I mean, let's go through the guys. Like, who do you want to eliminate immediately? I want to throw Joe out there. Like, I don't think Joe's winning this one. No. We Joe talked about and that Wyatt. Last yeah, Joe and Wyatt. Bray Wyatt is coming off of his WWE title reign, um, what, like a couple months ago. And, <laughs> I forgot only that. It almost happened. Like, that happened. Yeah, and he it, it, it like was very week. lackluster to begin with. It was very brief. And he lost to Randy Orton in his own fucking matches. So, yeah. and, uh, I, mean, I mean, he won because it wasn't a title match. But whatever. Um, yeah, Bray Wyatt is not winning this one. Samoa Joe, I love the guy, but he just got called up, like, not even a month or two ago. It's way too early for him to get a Universal title match. And him versus Brock Lesnar, while that would be a fucking awesome match. That'd be awesome, man. But it's just not the right time for it. It's definitely... Yeah, I agree. That's the good thing that, that's the good thing about Brock Lesnar right now, though, despite all of his flaws, is that... He could be a face or a heel in the match. It doesn't really matter. He could fight any of the five of these guys. And, you know, he could fight Joe, Wyatt, or, you know, Joe and Wyatt and be the face. Or he could yeah. face Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, or Finn Balor and be the heel. Yeah. No, That's no, what's no, so totally interesting great. about this match because it makes it a little less predictable. It just, just so happens that the two heels in the match are the least likely to win. Um, yeah. Do you have any thoughts about uh, White and Joe? No, I, I, well, yeah, I completely agree. I think that they're just not. Yeah, I think they're just bodies for the match. Uh, I also think that Rollins doesn't have a chance either. Uh, really? Nah, I'm not feeling Rollins. I don't think he doesn't have. I don't think he has the momentum. Uh, I'm just not. I just don't see him really. I don't know something about it. I just don't feel like he's. He you okay. Know, him winning would be interesting. I don't think it would. I don't think the crowd would care. I, I'm not really... I mean, he's a great wrestler. I'm just not feeling him. Not feeling him right now? Just, there's nothing going. There's nothing... Yeah, there is... There's nothing behind him I really something, can get behind. There is something lacking know, with like, Seth Rollins right now. I can't get behind him. There's nothing there for him. Like, he... I don't believe in his character. I don't believe in... He doesn't have a thing. Like, you know, at least with the other guys, they kind of do. Like, but Rollins, eh, I don't know, man. I just... Well, so so you yeah it's hard for you so for you you got Reigns and Balor as the last two Finn Balor yeah now I'm thinking about it and Finn Balor now he got approached by Paul Heyman a few weeks ago when he was in the ring so you know saying that he respects him and all that stuff and he'll become a victim to Brock Lesnar though Um, now I I don't think originally I think that Finn Balor was gonna win now I don't think he's going to really I think this is gonna go to and I think, and I, I know this is odd for me to say it, but not only should it go to Roman Reigns, but he deserves it. I know that he's... Really? Because I thought about this the other day. Now, 
you might forget because they he doesn't really mention it ever in his promos, but Roman Reigns un- retired The Undertaker. Right, that thing happened. That happened. That happened. Right? I wish it didn't. Because, but it did. yeah, because originally he just got his ass kicked by Braun Strowman pretty much right after that. And then he's right. been looking yeah, that shitty. Yeah, that kind of made him look terrible. Now, Roman Reigns should, I think that, you know, what Paul Heyman would do for Brock Lesnar when he won at WrestleMania 30 against Undertaker. He would remind everybody every goddamn week that he beat The Undertaker and he is the one in the 21 and 1 or whatever it was. Right, and right, right. It right. made it such a big deal. Roman Reigns should be doing this. This is his yard. And he doesn't ever mention it. Like the the announcers mention it from time to time that he, yeah, that he beat The Undertaker. They did briefly mention it. But this is a big deal. It's you a very retired big deal. The Undertaker. Yeah. This should be like. This should cement your legacy. You should be bringing this up every chance you have. The this should be your gimmick that actually, now. That actually reminds me. when the, I remember one of the announcers did mention that he beat The Undertaker this past week on Raw. Yeah, he did. Um, That's what made me think As I was hearing about... As I was hearing that and remembering that, I'm like, gosh damn, I did forget that that happened. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, now, now that I'm a couple months removed from it, I feel like that's not the end of The Undertaker for some reason. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I just feel like... Hmm. We might get another one next year, him again versus Roman. Hmm, okay. I, I don't know why. I just, I, I have that weird feeling. That's right. It's I have that weird feeling. There. The weird feeling. Like, nothing's going to happen now, but it's just a weird feeling I had. That would be um, crazy. Especially because they've been downplaying it so much. Like, uh, Right? You would think that this would be such a big fucking I think, deal. I think they just don't know. Because I think Undertaker might have been the one to be like, this is my last one. And then they're like, all right, so we'll make a big deal of it after you lose. Um, but then, like, you know, he could, he's said that a million times, like, he'll probably be, like, the day before WrestleMania next year, he's like, so who am I wrestling? Like, <laughs> like uh, uh, Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. available. Um, alright, so you're going with Roman? All I'm right. actually gonna go with Roman Reigns. Alright. I think that he needs this, uh, right now. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and say I totally disagree. Okay. Um, and that's only because I think Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar are being held off until WrestleMania next year. Mm-hmm. That's been the rumor going around the internet for the next couple of years, for the, for the last couple of months. Right. Um, so I don't think they're going to give it to us now. I definitely don't think they're going to give it to us at Great Balls of Fire. Um, if it was a SummerSlam or something like that, maybe, and be like, okay, he loses at SummerSlam, gets a rematch at WrestleMania. Yeah. I just don't see Wrestle. I don't see Great Balls of Fire again. Is that a real thing? Fred, am I, did, did I do shrooms for the last month? Am I, have I been on shrooms for an entire month? Is that really the name of the paper? Unfortunately, you have not been. Oh, Unfortunately. I, I know. Maybe shrooms. if you take shrooms, you'll accept it and be better with it. But... Or maybe I'll hate it even more. <laughs> it might actually do that. Um, yeah, so I'm going to throw Roman Reigns off of my page. So I already said okay. I, I don't agree with Wyatt. I don't agree with Joe. Roman's not on my thing. So then for me, it becomes between Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. Now, Finn Balor, they've been protecting like a motherfucker since he came back, as Definitely. they should. And he's been booked very well, and he's looked very good in every match, even the match that he lost against Roman Reigns a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so, that's where I'm kind of like, Finn Balor makes the most sense to mm-hmm. win the match. But at the same time, like, we know that they still wanted to do Braun Strowman. Now, Braun Strowman's supposed to come back for SummerSlam. So oh, I'm thinking okay. SummerSlam is going to be Braun Strowman's world title match against Brock Lesnar. Okay. So they're going to do Brock versus Strowman. So that's my thinking there. Mm. Which means... Now, I know Finn Balor would be a great opponent for Brock and it would be an amazing match. 
At the same time, I don't think they're just going to build up Finn Balor in a world title match just to feed him to Brock Lesnar to lose. It's like fucking suplexed all over the fucking place. Right. You know? yeah. And you know, and then that would be the end of it. I think maybe Finn Balor will get an opportunity, maybe after SummerSlam, maybe Survivor Series. So he's, that's the yeah. next big paper. Maybe Survivor Series, Finn Balor gets a long program with him. Because this is only gonna be a one month program. Because again, Brock Lesnar, where is he? I don't right. know. Yeah. I don't know where he is. Like this is gonna be another one of those pay per views where Brock Lesnar just shows up one week and then two weeks later is Great Balls of Fire. And that's it, yeah. Um mm-hmm. so I'm not going with Finn Balor. I'm going with the guy that you said is just directionless. I'm going... Seth Rollins is going to win this match because he's the only guy in this match who should be in a main event but is also not important enough to be in a long-term program with Brock Lesnar. Mm. That's really my thinking here. Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. It's a good pay-per-view main event. But at the same time, as soon as it's over, they can just move on to the next thing. Like yeah, you feed him to Brock Lesnar, and it'll be you know not much right, of ramification. Right, it won't hurt him terribly. I mean, he hasn't done a lot since he came back anyway. Roman Reigns, they protect like he's like you know Vince McMahon's illegitimate son. <laughs> Finn Balor, they've been very protective of. Bray Wyatt is definitely not winning this match. Maybe Samoa Joe is like a dark horse to win this match, kind of like as a, a he's more of a similar type of character of, than Seth Rollins of. To Seth Rollins than anybody else in the match, where it's yeah. like they're kind of like we're not really sure what they're gonna do with him next. Like Roman Reigns, they're gonna build him out for a year. Finn Balor, like they're protecting him. He's gonna get an opportunity down the line. Bray Wyatt, he yeah. really has no chance. Really becomes Joe and Rollins. I think Joe is just not ready. He's not there yet. He hasn't been on the card long enough. So that's why I'm going with Seth Rollins. I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins in this match. So Fred, okay. we have a lot of disagreements on this card. Yeah, we really do. It's I good. think we'll pretty much every bit. every match except for the Alexa Bliss and the Hardys match, right? Yeah, uh, and I think Austin Aries. Neville. Aries, yeah. Still, we we disagreed on Rich Swan and <laughs> and Noam Dar. <laughs> Um, it's really up, all up in the air this this week uh, coming up. So I like good. this, though. I like a pay-per-view where I don't know what's going to happen. That's what I really I like. Know. I don't like it to be very predictable. Like, I haven't read it in dirt sheets, so I don't know what's even going to happen. In fact, you, I mean, every prediction we make, I mean, they could all go the other way. There's not one clear, definite winner on this show at all. It's definitely not. to go the other way. You could definitely go the other way and switch other ways and stuff. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> swinging, swinging is really... Well, it's it's a fun activity. It's a natural thing for you to do. You it's know? a natural thing. You know, try something new. You know, you know. Exactly. You know, the world is too short. There's the so many things out there. Too short, There's so know? many things out there to taste. You know, you just want to put all that stuff in your mouth. You just want to gobble it down. And yeah. Stuff, you yeah. know, and just to take a bite. Yeah. Out you of don't the put world. too much in your mouth because then you can you, know, you can gag on it. But you exactly. Know, but some people like that too. So I don't. You know, that to each his own. To each his own. You know. Um, yeah. I mean, you got to be careful about gagging. You know, it's something that you ease into, and eventually. Um, you can gag on anything, pretty much, you know? So. Wrestling. Wrestling. Um, yeah, okay. Oh, whoa. Uh, I was really <laughs> happy. <laughs> anyway. Anywho. I was really, really, uh, I thought Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins this week was a great main event. Yes, I was it was. really into it. Really good um, match. I know I've mentioned this a thousand times on this podcast. But Roman Reigns should be heel. And oh I'm not God. saying because he gets booed by the crowd. I'm not yeah. even saying that because John Cena got booed by the crowd too. But he, like, just his mannerisms and the way he moves around the ring reminds me of such a heel. Like, yeah. him, like, walking over to him, mean mugging Now, disclosure, Fred corner. watched Raw before, he finished watching Raw before I did. I finished watching it. I always finish first. Last night. 
And Fred told me, like, yeah, you know, he should just be a heel, like, just the way he wrestles. Yeah. So I really paid attention then when I watched the Raw main event of how Roman was acting. And he was. He was acting like mm-hmm. a heel. He was, like, kind of walking around, like, like yeah, you stay down. Like, after he hit him Come and on, stuff. Like, bitch. Yeah, like, yeah. he was getting, like, really heel. And the crowd is, like, for the most part, this crowd was actually like, kind of cheering him a little bit more than booing him. They yeah, weren't booing they, him too much. They, no, not really. You know, maybe in the beginning, but they, I mean, they were pretty good with him. I, I just thought, like, his whole vibe was yeah, like, yeah. like heel, you know? And I just don't understand why they won't do it at this point. Is, is it just stubbornness at this point? Cause they're just I think like, it's stubbornness. Because, like, no, nah, we don't listen to you. It's like, we call the shots. Is that what it is? Like, I think it's got to be that at this point. I mean... It's crazy. I don't know so much if his... Mer- I guess his merch would change. It would decrease automatically because the, the, the kids wouldn't be yeah, but into then, him like then that. Then people but. like us would buy. I'm not saying I would, but like, you know, guys like in their 30s and 20, 20s and 30s yeah. who like the heel wrestlers would totally buy it. Like At least the ratings would go back like, up a little Like they bit. should have one with like his fist. Like, believe this. And then like his fucking thumb down or something yeah. like. <laughs> no, yeah. Or like, you know, just... The, at least the, I think the ratings would go back up a little bit. Maybe not like sky level, like skyrocket, but you know they go back up a little bit. I mean, speaking They're of horrible the, ratings. Speak, speaking of the ratings, the, this past week's Raw was the second worst Raw rating of all. Oh really? Time. Oh wow. Of all They've time. They've been saying that a lot. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not and good. SmackDown has still, you know, it's it's still it's it did better than Raw, I think, but it's like it goes up gradually. Yeah. It's been going up gradually as it should because SmackDown is a good show. And SmackDown was again very good this week. Had a good main event between Dolph Ziggler and AJ Styles. Very good. Uh, but yeah, but oh my god, I can't believe I, I'm kind of pissed that Dolph won clean. Yeah, I, well, you know, just after being the way he's been booked for a fucking year. Well, not AJ just Styles that. Clean. Besides the fact that AJ Styles lost to Kevin Owens with shenanigans at the pay-per-view last week. Right. Like, two weeks ago, whatever. Like, And then yeah. he loses to Dolph Ziggler, who's way below Kevin Owens. Uh, I, and then Dolph so Ziggler to lost to Shinsuke Nakamura at Backlash, you know. Just, just like, what? I don't know, man. If that I'm watching a pay-per-view, I want to see, see a fucking clean victory. I mean, and then for him to fucking lose two weeks later to a guy even worse than him? Come on. I know. Come on. Come on. Come on, baby. That's what I want to come on. Baby. Come on. Uh, you know what's funny with the, uh, I know I'm jumping a little bit, but it's like, I shouldn't be as interested in the five-way fatal match, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Five-way fatal match. (laughs) Fatal five-way match. Go ahead, Fred. Fatal five-way match is like, because they've, like, they've basically taken all these guys and had them in fucking matches together for the last goddamn month. But they were good matches. Yeah, they're every, they're good matches, but you've seen every We haven't had them all. We haven't had them all in the same time. Pokemon. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no, you know, but uh so i'm almost like ah you know like i've seen like every combination of this fucking of every matchup involved already but yeah, then but the, you're also gonna have like, extreme rules yeah extreme rules you know, they're all together they, they were all spots, singles matches know? or tag matches so there's always one-on-one there was one triple threat match but like aside from that this is, this is gonna be fucking awesome come nah, on you know this is gonna be, be really good, good that's why i'm like holding out too you know but uh um yeah yeah i'm i'm, I'm actually looking forward to this pay-per-view just for the main event. I haven't had one of those in a long time where it's just like, yeah. I don't care about a pay-per-view, but the main event, like, that's like the 90s to me. It's just <laughs> like, you like you didn't really care what the fuck Godfather was going to do on the, on the on the fucking mid-card, but like, yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin's going to challenge for the title. I hope he wins. Like, it's like Kurt Angle, you know, it's going to be a fucking five-star yes. match, you know, or whatever. 
Yeah, it's going to be a great match. I, I'm actually really looking forward to this. I, I don't think any, it could really go wrong. Like Whoever wins, it doesn't even matter whoever wins. I just, like, I'm just i just looking forward to the match in general. Yeah, just to see the outcome, because really anybody could win. I mean, we could be wrong, and, and fucking Samoa Joe could win, you know? Uh, I wouldn't even be mad if like Bray Wyatt or Roman Reigns Any wins, of them, any know? of them. I don't, even, I don't even care. Any of them. At this point, it's the shock The shock that's going to get me, and it's going to be like, yeah. like I, up, I wish I knew what was happening. What's up, Jan? What's going on? Jan, you haven't been on in a while, buddy. Jan, you haven't been on. What's going on? <laughs> we gotta get Jan as a guest one week if you... Uh, yeah, Jan, join us one of these days. We're gonna get some... Yeah. <laughs> it would have been funnier if you just went like... That's how you do it, right? I'm smoking weed, right? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, right. Uh, all right. I so the replay of that. <laughs> we have uh, we have already done one of our wretched five this week. The we wretched are... five. That's right, Jan. You haven't seen us for our first live wretched five. Yeah, the wretched five is our oh. weekly recap of the five worst performers of the week. This week's number one goes to Vince McMahon for the Alexa Bliss segment. Uh, this is your life, Bailey. This is your death. Um, now, do we throw do we throw Bailey or Alexa under the bus for that segment? We can't blame Bailey. It's definitely not her fault. I want to put uh, Phil Johnson on there. <laughs> Phil Johnson? Yeah, you know what? Or Mrs. Flapper. Phil Johnson, he gets number five. Oh, okay. This is going to be the only time he's on the Richard Five. Yeah, well, you never know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he'll become uh, Alexa's manager or something. I don't know. Uh, Phil Johnson... You just made the list. Um, number two. Uh, I feel like Randy Orton needs to go on the list somewhere. He could have... It's a boring-ass Oh, promo. yeah, he did. He gets a three from me. He brought back his promo style from back from 2004. 2003 was like, I've beaten the likes of Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, Chris Jericho. Triple H. Triple H. Goldberg, Scott Gold. Steiner, Scott Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> Eric Bischoff, Rob Van Dam. The Iron Sheik. <laughs> Jake the Snake Roberts. Hulk Hogan. Uh, yeah, so we've always... Just a disclaimer for anyone. Me and Craig always made fun of this promo. Yeah, would say before this podcast ever existed. Yeah, many years ago. Because he was so fucking boring with this. He could do this every fucking week. And he actually brought it back. So, uh... Just to just to just to innovate a little bit, just to change things up a little bit, he goes back to his promo style from ten years ago. Yeah. Um, so who else do we got here? We got Vincent number one. I threw Randy at three because I feel like it was a middle of the round. Middle yeah, of the thing. It he wasn't didn't, super hateful. He didn't cause too much. I think the problem. writers who we had at number five last week, I think they go to number two right okay. behind Vince McMahon because they approved of whatever Vince McMahon said. So the writers <laughs> have made number two. So now we just need to fill number two four. Two non-wrestlers. Uh, this is tough. So what do we got here? Number four. I mean, let's see. Dean Ambrose, Dolphin Fucker, wasn't that bad this week. No. Nope. He just had the match. Had a good match. Good um, promo, too. Yeah. I'm trying to think who would be in there. I mean, we can't really, like I said, we can't blame Alexa Bliss for the for the segment. It's, Definitely not. That was their, their fault. Bailey wasn't in there that much. Mm, you know what? I got it. Our truth Oh, good call. Good call. His fucking yes, promo definitely. on Goldust was terrible. Like he tried to do it in the same style, but tried to be funny about it. Like Goldust is healing out, doing his like funny, Shattered right? Dream Productions thing, and then R Truth does it. And he's just like R Truth presents a R Truth segment featuring R Truth, and I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna be terrible. And it's like playing this terrible stock music in the background. So bad. And it cuts a terrible promo. So R Truth. 
Wow, Jesus very different from last week, huh? Yeah, Jinder Mahal Jinder's fell out, off the top five. Brock's out. Brock's out. Five. Enzo's out. Enzo. Three five. of the five were off the, the wretched five list. So we so. have number five, Phil Johnson from the Bailey This Is Your Life segment. Number four, R-Truth. Number three, Randy Orton. Number two, The Writers. Number one, Vince McMahon. <laughs> Piece of shit. Oh, you're terrible, dude. You are the worst. Just fucking die. And the writers that are sucking your dick, you suck just a little less than he does. Yeah, you definitely suck. You're just sucking dick. Good point. Good yeah, point. Duh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not like horse. <laughs> All right, Fred. I think uh, I think I should wrap, wrap it up. up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, All right. Um, if you're not following us on Twitter, we're at Wretched Wrestle. If you could like us on Facebook, we're at Wretched Wrestling. Please find our YouTube page. Just search WWE. WWP or Wretched Wrestling <laughs> Podcast. Um, I'm sure you'll find us. We don't have a URL for that site yet. Um, we're on Periscope, not this week. Uh, if you like us on Facebook, we do these Facebook Lives every Friday or Saturday nights for mm-hmm. our fans out there. Uh, what else? We're on iTunes, Google Play, Podomatic. Fred, sing your goddamn song. We love wrestling. Except for Phil fucking Johnson. What the fuck, Phil? Yeah, screw you, Phil. Phil. And not in a sexual way. Fee. Phil. Fee fi fo fum Phil. Fuck you, Phil. Yeah. Fuck you, Phil. And that fucking flapper. Phil, Phil, Philadelphia. Phil, Philadelphia. Flip. Flipadelphia. All right, um, all right, guys. Uh, enjoy Extreme Rules. We're tapping out. We are tapping out. I am done here. Toodaloo. And I'm done too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Right. It was right. a good show. It was a good show. It was I good. thought it was, it was quality. It's quality. Quality. Quality over quantity, as they say. Yeah, I don't know how that applies here. Oh. Well, uh, okay. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So it's, it'll be a good show on Sunday. I'm looking forward to it. And yeah. Everything. Looking <laughs> forward. Cool. Yeah. I like that we talk after the podcast. Like, why? Like, we should be recording these conversations. I don't know why we don't record these. After yeah, the show. we definitely should have them recorded because they, I would like us. to go back and, like, revisit things that I've said. Well, maybe maybe I shouldn't go back and revisit things that I've said. I definitely don't revisit Right? Those. I, I wouldn't, right? No, I, mean, I would definitely right, not you revisit agree? Yeah, Finn agrees also that we shouldn't go back to that or anything. Yeah, no. I wouldn't revisit that, just exchange right there. Right? Know. Sure, buddy. And over here. Um, okay. Um, dude, our fans suck. Yeah, you know, what the fuck is with the feedback that we've been getting? We get a lot of feedback on Twitter, and then Facebook is just... Completely, creep, creep, like... Creep, creep. Just dead silence. Fucking crickets. You yeah. Know? Um, uh, you know what I think? I think they're a bunch of cocksuckers. You think our fans are cocksuckers? I think they suck the lots of cocks. And they, you think that they are the fucking worst human <laughs> beings in the fucking face of the earth? Um, no, like that's... all of our fans? That's Vince McMahon, but they're close. Oh, okay. Close second, tied with mm. the writers. Mm, yeah, definitely. I mean, right? yeah, definitely. They're just terrible people. I mean, thank God we stopped the recording though, because I mean, if yeah, because if this got stuff, out, we'd be screwed. We'd be screwed. Totally screwed. So um, I'm just glad that was off the record. Yeah, me too. Yeah, definitely. Why are we, we still facing this direction anyway? I mean, like we can talk to each other. Like oh, this. that's true. We actually could yeah. do that, right? You know. But now it's a little weird now. Yeah, we're just we're sitting next to each other. <laughs> I know. We're just like hanging out with each other and all that stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. Right, I think I'm gonna.
You want to head out? Yeah, I think we're going to go. Um, okay. I mean, I live here, but I'm going to leave. You want me to lock up behind you? Sure. <laughs> okay. Alright, All right, well. I'm so glad we didn't tape that, though. Yeah, me right, too. Let me shut down me my coo- Oh, he's dead! We're stoned! Oh! Oh, shit! Oh, oh, no, that too! Oh, shit! This can't be happening! No. This can't be he's happening! We've been recording this whole time! No. What the fuck? What the fuck? What Stop already, please! Don't have this happen to us again! We haven't done this in so long!